When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to uh, Footballist of the Arsenal. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, boys. Boyd Hilton here. There's Josh. Sidekick Josh is here. Good uh, good Christmas. It's festive season. A great festive season. But I think there's one thing we should highlight before anything else. What? Which is your remarkable predictions. Oh, all right. If you're going to mention it. Hang on. What were yeah. the predictions? Well, so basically, we predict the results of all the games. And there were five games during the Christmas period. Okay. Boyd got the result, as in, say, win, right. lose or draw, correct on all five. Yeah. Which... It would be an extraordinary odds, at least 25 yeah. to 1. I was trying to work out the accumulator on it, yeah. on it last I wish night. I put a bet and on. out of the five correct scores you did, three were correct. Yeah, It, it was, was just extraordinary. So this is Liverpool, Liverpool QPR, West Ham, Southampton. Yeah, yeah. Hull. I yeah. can't even remember what I was saying. No, no you were I like, mean, we'll lose the home. Yeah, you got it all spot on. Spot on. Yeah. It was incredible. No, I had so no congratulations. Idea until, thanks to the guy who pointed it out on our um, Twitter feed as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you promised you'd listen back to it, but obviously you didn't. No, I was. I, was, I meant to, and then I was right in the middle of something. Probably um, interviewing Bathurst Award winning people. Right, yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. Um, and the voice you've heard already is Dan Roebuck. Face, I think it's fair to say, face even of yes. Arsenal TV. Occasionally, yes. A very good evening. Good evening to, to you to everyone. And a happy um, new year, of course. And a happy new year. And we have Ari Lastis back. Hi, Boyd. A renowned Wenger lover. Yeah. <laughs> um, or not. Or not. No. no. Um, how are you? Happy yeah, new year. Yeah, very good. Happy yeah, new year. Good. Um, Wenger, yes. Oh, you already said Wenger in the, um, in the kind of pre, pre-podcast section. Mm. I met two more um, Wengerites at um, James Corden's party. James Corden had a leaving party. Oh, already, the showbiz. The and, showbiz, uh, straight away. Uh, yeah. Can't wait. And uh, some mates, they must know you, mates of yours and um, all that lot, Gabe Turner and all oh, that okay. lot. The whole, yeah. the whole kind of... Um, I'm not going to... Okay, you I'm can say, say North London Jewish... Uh, North London Jewish okay. Arsenal clique. Okay. And they all call him Wenger. They were Wengering about the Wenger this, Wenger that. Yeah. It's bizarre. So maybe I called it off them. You must we, have we'll just it off blame them. the elder statesman. 
It's Wenger, isn't it? I mean, maybe it's, it's, it's Wenger, a Maybe it's two different people, which explains our, be, yeah. our different Well, maybe there's like a really good manager. Well, you I'm quite like Wenger, and you're Wenger, Wenger. you're not big on Wenger. What was, what okay. was he called between 96 and Yeah, maybe he was Wenger then, and then in the kind of stale period, he's become Wenger. It's kind of slowly. Mm, uh, I call it the style period. How was James um, Corden's party? Come on, it was very was good. News? Yeah, it was excellent. Yeah, Adele yeah. was there. Um, you know the nice. Sorry, this is already going into. No, no, people like this. Showbiz I'm sure. name dropping. Since sort of no Ben and Baldwin and Dermot, ben they lose was, a bit. Ben of was already in Mexico on holiday. On ben holiday. Winston, ahead for, of going former to regular. Yeah, formula former regular of this parish. But the nicest person I met there seriously was Rob Green. You know the. Uh, Former West Ham, now QPR goalkeeper, yes. Rob Green. What was he doing? Well, because James Corden's a big West Ham fan. Ah. So he, he knows quite a lot. But he, he's, he's a, a great man. Really intelligent, clever, funny. What were you and his discussing? wife was amazing. Just, just stuff. Like, I first spoke to his wife. She was very nice. About TV? Football. And, okay. You know, what it's like. You know, he, was very, he was really funny, yeah. I mean, I can't say what he said. I don't want to jump the gun, but Go Rob, Rob Green or Wojciech Zeszczesny? Well, yeah, Rob Green, yeah. Talking because you met him and he's a nice bloke, or because he's a better. It doesn't sound like he's he smoking in the shower keeper. after a game. No, so. he wouldn't smoke in the shower. He's yeah, not an idiot. Yeah. But he goes to James Gordon's party. Anything else from Better. the party? <laughs> um, no, let's not let's not indulge too much in, okay. in name dropping. Good but, food. Uh, yeah, it was nice. There's like a chicken thing out the back. Yeah, like a chicken shack thing out the back. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Anyway, let, let's not go on about that. We've got more important matters to discuss than either that party or my incredible predictions, which are those games. That's kind of the, the whole Christmas period. What we thought about it. Because oh, yeah, it's a New Year period. Five yeah. matches, of mm. course. Liverpool, QPR, West Ham, Southampton, Hull in the Cup. Um, what? Yeah, this whole Chesney controversy, smoking in the shower apparently. Do we know if that's true? Has that been I denied? Don't know. Or? I, I don't know if it's true. I presume it must be. Has yes. there been official... There's been no denial, has there? Oh, right. It's not been denied. No. It's got it's got a, so you presume it's, it's true. true. Yeah. Um, and it was, wasn't it, um, it was Thingy in the Mirror, wasn't it, who's kind of like... Cross. John Cross, who's fairly... I would say pro Arsenal. Yeah. Or just I think like, it's too weird well, not Ars- to be true. Is that Arsenal fair? Fan and he's an Arsenal fan, and and he was at St Mary's. Yeah, so it's too weird not to be true. Yeah, it's too random. Make it up. You you yeah. couldn't make it up. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, I also want to mention um, uh, Podolski going. Mm. I'm I'm sad about that. I don't know what other people think. Not no. Dan doesn't look that bothered. I just mildly bothered. Yeah, I would have liked to see him get more of a chance. But. Okay. Uh, hopes for the rest of the season. Uh, January window. Oh, yeah, the transfer window's open, by the way. Doesn't feel like Already it, Already, players not arriving. <laughs> or this is the weird thing about the January transfer yeah. window. Why don't we get more transfers on, like, January the 1st, January the well, 2nd? Well, indeed. Why, why is it always... Well, I've always said the window should be one day long. Everything, everyone waits to the last day yeah, to do yeah, everything. Exactly. We make it 24 hours. Uh, yeah. Earlier on in the month, you, you, you would imagine that surely deals can be put in place yeah. like November, December. Yeah. January 1st, you've got your man done. Yeah. Well, there'll be a couple of those, haven't there? Like Zerate moved across. Yeah, and City are about to sign. Tottenham have signed Yedlin. Yeah, Boney. Tottenham about, and QPR signed some of them. signed Yedlin sort of months ago. Okay. Yeah, Zerate's been a few, but not, yeah. not many. Not, certainly, certainly none for us. Certainly none for us. And the other thing I wanted to mention, when I went to the Cup game, um, Hull the Hull game mm. yeah with um, with Derm- Dermot was obsessed by right Dermot O'Leary who was hopefully coming on the podcast again soon name dropping so far was it, it's a part of this podcast I'm joking, I'm first, joking. It, it he's promised first, he'll be back in the next few weeks back soon, yeah. but he's obsessed with you know and I'm just going to mention this to Dan because Dan's the, the, the face of Arsenal TV you know on the screens when the substitutes come on yeah. and they show the players they do this weird about face they kind of start with their backs to the camera and they turn around it's like a, like they're in a porn film or something it looks really weird is it just part of the sort of sky walk up shots it's to do with do. the sky they, thing they, they, they yeah. film at the start of the season so they've probably got uh, all those think, grabs that they okay. can use okay fine maybe 
It's very, it's honestly, watch out for it next time. When this is substitution, it's a very disturbing Just moment. One, one thing about saying you're at Hull, I couldn't yeah. believe how many um, seats there were empty. I, I mean, I'm not sure I've seen it like that. The well, there were no away fans. If it was sold out. Finished seven. That just shows fans aren't turning up because it's sold out. I mean, season ticket holders. Was it sold out? Yes. Yeah, the official attendance yeah, was fifty nine something. Was that official? Oh if there were fifty nine thousand people there, there's a similar number in this room now with us. Uh, yeah, um, it was it was embarrassing, wasn't it? Um, Five thirty on a Sunday, it's a ridiculous kickoff time, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's about yeah. the worst. Especially it's if you've got to go back to Hull at yeah. seven thirty. Yeah, there were literally there were about five. There were more people in this room than yeah. the whole end, but um, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I think I think the whole. I mean, I love the fact that BBC's got the cut back because obviously they're better than Andy Townsend not getting. Renewed, by the way. Did you see that news today? I thought everyone's been a bit mean today about I mean, him. I feel bad for him, but he's absolutely terrible. Is that because they've got no football left, though, maybe? What, what they've only got, they've got, got left Champions next League. Season. Oh, next season, they've got, got anything, no. have they? Oh, they've got any England games? Oh, England games, I think they've still got, haven't they? Yeah. Possibly, that's it. But that's not much, is it? There's yeah, only a couple right. of qualifiers, yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah, good to see. I thought everyone was a bit jumping on the bandwagon today on oh, Twitter. Oh, he's terrible. I thought people were t- it was the easy joke today on Twitter. I didn't like it. Yeah, oh, well, that's nice of you. Um, let's talk about another. No, I was going to say another easy joke. That's not true. Um, how, what did you What did you feel, Josh, about our um, Christmas and New Year period? Um, just whipping through it. You yeah. Say point at Liverpool. You just objectively don't look at performances. You say point at Liverpool. Absolutely fine. Wins at QPR um, as expected. West Ham away win. Good result. Southampton defeat really. Poor result and how win as you'd expect. So it, yeah, sort of just below par, maybe. I don't know. It's not massively off par, mm. it's but the performances. Much, I don't it? think there were any great performances there, and that's no. the problem. Isn't it indicative of our season, Dan? That we can't put a run together. So just like it looked, we were putting a decent run together. Yeah. I mean, that performance against Liverpool was terrible, but at least you know we got that draw. Yeah. And then the Southampton shambles just kind of summed up. Everything about I the season. It was, to it me. was disappointing off the back of West Ham, and I know that West Ham started well and they played. Differently to what they usually do, and, and song that could have been a goal. And, and yeah, I mean, I thought there was no way it was going to be a goal. I know that. I think Arsene Wenger afterwards said he wasn't sure why it was disallowed, but it was fairly obvious to me why it was disallowed. Yeah. Um, but I thought that game could have easily have been five or six Arsenal. There were so many breakaways, the there were half, so yeah. many opportunities, and I guess that's one of the reasons because West Ham were playing slightly differently they were forcing it and maybe in the past they wouldn't have done it that could have been an easier win mm. and off the back of that I actually thought West Ham away would have, was going to be tougher than Southampton away um, but Southampton deserved to win I don't think we can suggest no. anything else QPR should have been easier Giroud sent off was a bit silly wasn't it um, his second red for Arsenal got sent off against Fulham a few years ago um, and, and the Liverpool game as you mentioned you know when, when you when you think about it a, a draw was alright because they probably should have won it yeah but I mean if we hadn't watched the game then I think you could say <laughs> yeah, a draw exactly. you take a draw mm. but yeah. I thought it was thoroughly depressing the Liverpool game actually yeah, I think well, the most good. depressing element of it was is there anyone you know at 2-1 up against 10 men when what was it 6 minutes 7 minutes went up who didn't think it was inevitable that nine, Liverpool would nine, equalise nine minutes. you know it was inevitable that Liverpool were going to equalise and I think that tells the biggest story about the team the, the performance was terrible but you know what we scored a great second goal mm-hmm. um, and we were 2 and up away at Liverpool and you know even if the performance was terrible and they would have hung on you would have seen it was like a, a gritty a gritty result but and to throw it, it away like that was, was sad what it would have been is the first time in a very long time we discussed this on a final podcast last year that we've gone and won a game that we weren't necessarily expected to. We just yeah. haven't done that in against, recent years. We haven't against, gone to yeah. United no. or Chelsea. So you no. haven't gone anywhere in one where yeah. you'd go, that's a pretty good result. Apart from Bayern Munich in a, a Champions League game we came up with, you know, when it was when we went out anyway. <clears throat> yeah. And that's the worry. Yeah. That's why that's why you know, we've got yeah, City away next week. Similarly, that's we? why I think the whole thing is is evidence that we are below par. This is the big, you know, yeah, talk about the big par. picture about Wenger and stuff, is that 
people say, you know, people who think that people who want Wenger to go for in whatever manner and they run out of patience. Put your banner them. away. They're defend- I'm just saying, but the, one, the constant defences. The constant, exactly. The constant defences. Well, we're kind of about where we should be in terms of like yeah. how much money we spend, the wages we spend, blah, 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 blah. But actually, well, I think we're below. That's, and this, yeah, this kind of thing. Fair. I think that's fair. I, d- I don't think Arsenal put a run together this season. I think Arsenal are much better than, than yeah. where they are. Yeah. Uh, and, and I can't see anything other than a, a top three or top four finish. And, and I mean, you talk about you know, getting the rubber green, not the rubber green. Look at Manchester United. Look at some of the performances they've put in and still managed to win mm. somehow. And they had mm. that was it six, seven game winning streak where you just think, how, how are they, including at, at Emirates, by the way, mm-hmm. where really yeah. Arsenal <coughs> could and should have been, you know, away and gone before United scored. So do you think Arsenal will put that run together? Yeah, I think so. It's Your inevitable. Problem. It's it's regression to the norm is that what they call it regression to yeah. the mean or whatever it is um, it, it's inevitable that Arsenal will win six or seven on the spin in the league and, and claw back that sort of respectability and, and get into the top four I just cannot see it not happening yeah I'd agree I mean however disappointed and angry I am <laughs> over the years with Wenger and, and Arsenal I've never I'd never once say we wouldn't finish in the top four in a way that's in a way like the, de- the depressing thing that it's just so predictable Arsenal will finish in the top four this season like Dan says they will put a run together when kind of everything's out the window anyway and there's no chance of the league and they've kind of disappointed everyone to a point so I've no I've no worries about finishing Do you in think the top it's four. shaping up to be a little bit of a different season though in the way that sort of Southampton and West Ham have overperformed in my opinion and the fact that Arsenal potentially have got on the face of it, it looks like an easier Champions League game so there's different focuses and if the run comes at the right time it's not going to take too mm. much to sort of spark that excitement. I think, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think our hopes are going to be raised. Yeah, I think we're going to what, raise I'll, I'll the beat getting into towards no, the title. No, I think I think if we I think if we beat we beat Monaco, we should beat Monaco. So we we'll get through one round further in the Champions League, and then you say we got Brighton in the next round. We've of the FA get, Cup, so yeah, we I think that'll be a point. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was looking at the fixtures and all this. You know, I think you know, that's that brilliant fact. Someone pointed out. I, I can't remember who it is that we're not due to play a three o'clock Saturday game for a, over a 155 day period. In the, we're in the middle of it now, right? Okay. We are not. You look at the fixtures; it's incredible. There are no. What's the next, what's the next one? Three o'clock Saturday games. There's like Stoke Sunday, one thirty. Yeah. They're all on Sunday. The only one that might possibly conceivably be is a cup game coming up if we, get, if we beat Brighton, but that would be moved almost certainly. Wherever. But anyway, it's extraordinary. So wow. I just I just put that out there. Yeah. But in the is middle that of this, that's annoying. You love a Saturday. Saturday that's how annoying it is. It's mm. absolutely infuriating. But. If you look at our fixtures, I think we will probably, we should, in theory, yeah. put a run together. And then all the hopes will be raised again. And then and and it's they'll be dashed. Yeah. And we'll, as you say, in the end, we'll, be, we'll go out of the Champions League, probably. It's interesting, though, everyone. So, like the bookmakers as well, I just mentioned um, before we started to Dan. They've got us anywhere about one to two in betting terms to be in that top four. She's getting a really high percentage. You'd be and yet, to bet against Arsenal to get in the top four, wouldn't well, you? It'd be insane. Like, yeah, I think so. But when, then you get, you look at, I think the games we've had this year against last year, we're something like seven points worse off in yeah. the comparative I know, game. But and still. that's a worry. And then we've got to go to like, we've got City, we'll probably, you know, even beat, so we'll get, get beat by City. And then we go to Spurs for a massive game in a month. Yeah. I think like, we could get beat there, conceivably. The and then it just flips, I think. But then the competition for the top won't. four is not what it was in the last few years. You've got no, exactly. Chelsea and City. And then, the and then Spurs are, are, are far inferior than they yeah. used to be. I know they're on a good run now. Liverpool are, are nowhere. No, um, Man U even, you know, are, are nowhere near as good. Yeah, as but they'll finish above us though, won't they? Everton are, are, are not there. So Arsenal, without doing too Look, much, yeah, will find... I, I would back us as well, but I'm right. saying we've got oh, an interesting right. month here where I think it turns if we go... 
lose at City as expected, win win the other games. I think we got oh, yeah. Stoke at home oh. and uh, who have we got in the first Feb. Villa. I can't remember. Villa. We win those two, but then we go to Tottenham and lose. I just think it flips a bit, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, can I ask? I want to ask Dan about a couple of specific players. So these two, we mentioned these two um, moments of, of madness. A um, Chesney. This whole Chesney shower thing. Now I won't. You know, test you on whether the details of it. But when you like interview him, you, you get to interview most of the players, don't you? Um, yeah, it's or not, me, it's not no. generally my remit, but okay. I have spoken to. You have spoken, to you've met him, yeah, yeah. How does he, he come across? Because I think now a lot of people. Certainly, this is my opinion of him, right? After the after that performance where he was terrible, and then he drank the water weirdly in that. You know, oh, don't blame him for that. And then the whole smoking. I think he's an arrogant. Comes across as an arrogant kind of slightly too much. Um, too much emphasis on his own brilliance and on all of this like rushing out of goal which he does quite a lot all of his faults I think his faults are because he's a good shot stopper but I think his faults are born of his own arrogance and his own and, and sometimes part of you wants footballers to be arrogant but the other part of you not in that way like I think it's me, he does stuff that he's just calmed down a bit and just be a normal goalkeeper what do you think? I don't know I, I, I mean they say that keepers are crazy anyway don't they? I, I think when you when you liken him and you were talking about the likes of De Gea before and, and Pedacek and Courtois. These are keeper that their demeanour is not the same as Wojciech's. That's yeah. obvious, isn't it? They seem to be quieter guys and guys that go about their business. De Gea was absolutely slaughtered when he first came to this country. I know that's no excuse mm. for Wojciech because he's been here for a few years. I think that, it, I mean, the first goal against Southampton, I don't think he was solely at fault for that because oh, no. Koscielny was beaten for the ball. Uh, the second goal was a bit of panic, and maybe it's still in his mind. Um, aside from that, you've got to remember last season, didn't he win or share the Golden Gloves in the Premier League? He had the most clean sheets along with Pedicek and would have got that honour outright if Arsenal mm. were playing against Norwich last game of the season, but he didn't. He played Fabianski because he was going to play him in the Cup final. So you could be talking about the keeper that made or, or had the most clean sheets in the 13 mm. 14 season. Yeah. I, when, when keepers are, make mistakes at either Arsenal, Manchester United, City, Chelsea, Spurs to a lesser extent, they're, they're highlighted so much. Because people say, oh, well, what about this keeper? What about this keeper? You know, what a, I mean, for years people used to talk about Schwarzer and Jaskerlein and all these keepers like that. And you think, well, yeah, but they're, they play for Fulham and they're last on match of the day. And if they make a clang and no one really talks yep. about it. But if it's Arsenal, yeah. you're first off I sense, I sense Josh has got a stat. No, it wasn't that. So there were some, some great quotes that oh. from Chesney's father today. Oh yes, yes. So he wrote. He said, "What the British papers wrote about my son smoking under the shower after Southampton game. This is bollocks. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me as they're known for making stuff up. I've heard Wojciech son smoke sometimes, but he's not stupid enough to smoke in the dressing room. He made a mistake for the first Southampton <laughs> goal, coming too far from the goal. But please look at the Arsenal defence. How these guys are playing is a disaster, but for some reason nobody pays any attention to it. Well, we Lauren Koscielny should have immediately run back to Wolczyk and Per Metasek should have stood in the goal. Unfortunately, did not do that. Gave him zero support. And in that situation, Metasek showed the agility of a rhinoceros. Yeah. Wow. These, well, that's, what's, what's, that's brilliant. What's Wojciech's dad's name, by the way? His name is 
M A C I E J, my check. My check. Uh, and he, he was a very good keeper of his days. Oh, there you go. Play. He's, so been, out, he's been outspoken before. It clearly runs in the family, doesn't it? Yeah, well, listen, I think, I think he's got a point in the sense that Chesney doesn't get the protection from the Arsenal back four he deserves. The Arsenal back four don't get the protection from this, the midfield that they deserve. And they, therefore, over the last few years, you've had very good defenders at Arsenal all put together. And they can't seem to actually form a decent, consistent unit. And I think it comes from actually the defensive setup of the entire team. And they just don't, the centre backs at Arsenal don't have the protection that other centre-backs have. However, on Chesney, what I'd say is, the, you know, I was thinking a lot about this, and I think Chesney is the microcosm of a lot, if not everything, that is Ooh, wrong nice. with Arsene Wenger's squad over the last five years. Overplayed, overindulged, overrated. You know, how long has he been Arsenal goalkeeper for now? For five, five years as the undisputed yeah. number one. What has Chesney ever done? <laughs> To deserve that title to be undisputed number one for Arsenal. Yeah. This is the problem with a lot of young players at Arsenal. Well, right? Dan they, said he had the most. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad keeper. Season. I'm okay. not saying he's a bad keeper. I think, and I actually think he actually played. He's played pretty well this season before Southampton. But the point of the, the point is, you have players in that team, and Chesney represents them, who have come in with potential, and they've been overindulged in the sense that they go straight into the team. They go straight into the team. They have no uh, older, experienced pros to learn off, and they have no real competition. Even the competition he's faced, Fabianski, I mean, everyone knew, even when Chesney was dropped, it, was, it wasn't a keeper that was actually going to keep him out of the team for good. And I think the guy has made a number of mistakes. He's not, he's not top draw. I think he could have been top draw when, when he kind of started a few years ago, and he doesn't deserve to be that, to have so that number you, one shirt. So cemented. would you... Put a, well, a did, did, I, did I dream this, or is this actually <laughs> happened? Did Victor Valdez sign for Man U? Yes. Why? Well, he's been training with the club since the summer, hasn't he? And he's just gone there to sit on the bench I behind th- a I think that the relationship between him and uh, Van Gaal is very good. Yeah. And I don't think there was a... He just wants to hang out with Van Gaal. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah. didn't Van Gaal give him his debut at... Barcelona or, or whatever or something like that. There, there is there is a connection there. You saying we should have signed Victor Valdez? Is that what well, I, what I'm saying is yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah. should have we should no, have signed Victor Valdez. Yeah. I don't. You know, Ospina, like Dan was saying, I've not seen enough of him. I've just I've not. This is this is my issue with uh, with Ospina. He could be terrific, and it would not surprise me if he got given a go a few games because we've seen Wenger before drop. Mm. We've seen we, we've seen mm. him do that. He's not necessarily yeah. afraid to do that. Ospina could get a go. And if, it, if he does, I hope it works. I just don't know enough about him. Mm. Mm. You play for Nice for half a dozen years, uh, you know, for six years. Um, you play two or three good games in the World Cup finals. That's not enough. Yeah. And what about the argument that applies to Joel Campbell, I guess, as well? Oh, completely. At the moment yeah, at our club. And that's an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> what's going to happen to him? Because they're talking about him very strongly going out to, is it Sociedad? I saw this. Well, on loan. Yes, I saw, yeah, I saw on loan. some newspaper. Report, but all our strikers are on loan. Sonogo said, he's, he said Sonogo can go. Yeah. He hasn't spoken that. Have they so found anywhere to put, put him yet? No. Bordeaux. Really? But then Vegas Why does everyone go on loan? This, this well, why is Podolsky on load? Maybe we'll get yeah. to that. I well, I, we will get to that. Before we go to Podolsky, what, what do people think about the smoking element of the, of the Chesney story? Smoking in the shower. I think it's, it's something that, that for 20, 30 years ago we wouldn't even care about. Yeah. I, I don't really care about it. No, yeah, I, I think it's pretty funny. I think Chesney, I just go back to what I said. I, I, I like Chesney. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know him, but I'm, I, he sounds like quite a, quite a good guy. I'm sure he's quite a good bloke. A he character. seems quite funny. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I think d- he's a I good think thing. I'd you, say in his defence, is just which I discussed. Remember James Olly, I think might have said it on here. Or I've definitely discussed with him. Is that he's the one that always fronts up when they've had a six-nil defeat at Chelsea, or they've had some of these yeah. ridiculous defeats. 
the one player that will go and face the media is often yeah. Chesney, which for a young guy and a keeper is to be applauded. So we should say that yeah, in his okay. defence. Yeah, I think he, he is cocksure. He, he, he That's a good has, has got, he's mm. got that bravado about mm. him. I don't necessarily mind that. If he gets dropped, I could still see him have a, a future Arsenal. Was he 24, 25? I'm not qu- quite sure how old he is. I mean, keepers tend to, to blossom later. You know, the, you, you cannot be in a team at 25 and be mm. first choice by 28, 29. So, I, you know, I'd, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Uh, there's no doubt he's dropped a couple of clangers this season, and he has in the past. There should be better competition for him. Um, I, I quite like Fabianski. I know that people said he was only one game away from a, from a clanger as well, but I, I thought there was genuine competition then. And hopefully, if Ospina gets a go, and I'd like, sort of half of me would like to see him get a go. Hopefully, uh, if he comes in, he'll do all right. Mm. I, he, I know it's a cliche, but you know, would you would you play? I mean, I thought Wojciech Szczesny, for example, against West Ham was excellent. He's playing against Andy Carroll. They're playing two up front. There's balls coming in. There's Reed there. There's the, they're, they're, and, he, and he's catching everything. He's not punching mm. things. He's catching it. Would you want David Ospina in there? I don't know. Yeah, but the I, thing I, is, I, I think I'd we know what we're going to get from Chesney now. I, I think we we've seen him Do you enough think he's, now. We, we know he's ceiling. Yeah, he's a good goalie. He'll have some blinders and yeah, he'll have the that. occasional mare. That's that's the yeah. key thing. That's he is the, right I mean, now. That, that's the interesting point, isn't it? Yeah. You think, well, have is this what we're going to get? And there's no more. And I if that's so. the case, mm. then potentially mm. you look elsewhere. Yeah. What about the Podolski situation? I mean, on even even. Um, I mean, I like him. I think he's a good player and everything. But just the idea that we've let one of our, our the alleged best finisher in the club go out on loan for the rest of the season, and we haven't signed anyone else yet. And Wenger, I think I was quoted as saying, "Oh, he's got so many options up front now." Has he really got that many options up front? Has he? I mean, and he's going to get. Well, Podolski was never go out. an option anyway, wasn't and he? Really? Never, he never played up. For, he no. never played down the middle. I mean, if an option is just anyone and a body, then <laughs> and yeah, we're we've options. got options. Yeah. Wenger loves saying, "I've got loads." Of, he just lists a bunch of mediocre players and calls yeah. them options. They're not really options. Podolski. Uh, yeah I like him good player but I'm actually not that fussed about it I think I don't know the stats to hand but I wonder how many goals did he score actually meaningful match winning or equalising goals I seem to re- have a recollection of him scoring a lot of goals at home when we're two, you know, the 2-0 t- or the 3-0 mm. and in the big games you know, really, really going missing. I think his problem is, in our system especially, what, you can't play him up front on his own because he doesn't have the pace and you, he kind of looks stocky, but he doesn't have the presence to hold it up. And you play him on the wing, he doesn't have the pace. So, yeah, I, I, I can understand why, why Wenger mm. uh, would let him go. The loan thing is a bit odd, but I'm not, I'm not that fussed about it. I don't think he's, he's not coming road. back, is he? I'm not you sure about to contradict that, that, me. Well, I've looked at the stats very, very quickly. And we look back to last season, his goals, two away at Fulham. Well, West Ham was the interesting one. West Ham, he Big changed the game. Big goal at West Ham. What were the scores at Fulham when we won? He got two and a 3-1 win. And then, yeah, he got a goal at home and a 2-1 win against Liverpool. A goal away in Bayern Munich. A goal at home to rescue a point against Swansea. Two goals against West Ham at home and two and a 3-0 away win at Hull. So... Well, I thought West Ham, he came on as a sub-West Ham away and turned the game. One, was yeah. it one assist, yeah. one a goal. And obviously that. this season you're looking at Anderlecht away in which yeah. he completely changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what that did is probably contradicts me slightly on this. <laughs> on this well, no, However, but the teams you listed was interesting, right? It's, it's, yeah, and maybe there's a place for a person in a, in a squad like that. You can rest your big players and play them at home to Hull and, and, these, other, and these lesser teams and he's likely to get goals, maybe. But... I don't think I don't think he get I don't think he gave enough really. I no I agree with that. I I think that he, he doesn't fit into the system. If you're playing, you know, with pace, I I can't fit him in anywhere. He's a fantastic finisher. I mean, the goal he scored against Galatasaray, goal against Granada, was absolutely fantastic this season. Um, but he doesn't seem to fit in 
to what Arsenal Wenger wants yeah. to do, what 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 Arsenal mm. are about at the moment. And I think the reason he's gone on loan is because I mean Italian football's on its arse, isn't it? So they're not paying any money for anybody bar wages, so they can't really afford to sign. Yeah, I mean I it's just imagine. it's just a sign. Of, I don't think Podolski's got worse over time, and yet he's been played significantly less. So Wenger's obviously just decided doesn't fit what he's trying to do. I put, I put the um, stats on the sheet that we've got in front of us. He played in 33 of the Premier League games in, in 2012-13. I realised most of leave the years off this, so it was probably really helpful for putting it in front of <laughs> yeah, you. I wondered it was a bit confusing. 2013-14, played in 20 Premier League oh, games, 14 and 6 off the bench. And this year, not one single start in the Premier League, which considering, you know, mm. you know, four months of Premier League action, I think he'd get a start somewhere. I mean, Sonogo, Cal, you know, oh, people, no. people have had starts. Yeah, that's, that's uh, really You know, people that have had starts in the Premier League, and he hasn't had one. So I think it's just a sign. He, you know, pretty much given up on him. Yeah. Cockerlan, um, you mentioned Cockerlan. Just, well, I know he's not on the agenda, but I oh think no, there's no agenda think, here. The agenda is very loose. Have you got really the agenda? No. I, th- I the think he's been. Um, I think he's been excellent, actually. Yeah, he's been uh, good. in the a couple games he's played. Now, whether or not he's just shining in like some some desperate performances, I don't know. Whether he's good enough to keep it consistently, but I thought he was fantastic. But I did see. I agree with that, right? Before you response to that is I saw I think it was Ars blog today tweeting about how we much we missed Arteta and saying that because of Arteta's defensive qualities that's partly why the defence has been such a shambles what do you reckon Dan? Um, on the Cochrane situation I, I, I do like him as a player um, I, I was sort of half surprised it went out on loan uh, to uh, Freiburg wasn't it last season the season before was it Lorient he was, he was in France wasn't he um, I was slightly surprised that he went out on loan because he seems to have he, he seems to be a mixture of Arteta and Flamini. He's got yeah. the energy of uh, Flamini, and he's he's got a little bit more about him in terms of distribution than, than Flamini. And a little bit, more. I mean, Arteta's got fantastic distribution. That's what he does well. He's he, he's a tempo player, and he's the sort of player that I would always play at home against sort of mid-table and low-league opposition because you know that defensively he's not going to be tested as much. He's not going to have to scamper around the pitches more. Um, so uh, I think that Arteta's got an awful lot to offer I think just sometimes the way that Arsenal play in that system which is sort of tweaked this year into this sort of hybrid of 4-1 4-1 almost sometimes he gets a little bit overrun Arteta away from home and just it's not necessarily his fault the system can can make him look worse than he is sometimes but yeah I think Cochrane's been a real plus and you know he was a player that was out on loan at Charlton and you know wasn't playing every game for them I don't think so I, th- I think he's come back and and done okay mm. you know he's, he warrants his place in the squad yeah I think he's, he looks like a player that will be around that squad I think there'll be a lot of you know coming off the bench if we're winning games and trying to shore up games between now and the end of the season because it's a Ramsey coming back in the next you know week or two. Same with Arteta, Oza Walker. You just can't really see he's going to yeah. start the question, enough the, I think at the Oza, moment. But I, think, I see him on the bench coming on to shore up stuff, and I think he'll, that's his role. But he I won see. tackles. That's that's what I yeah. I haven't seen an Arsenal like defensive midfielder. He was winning tackles yeah. around yeah. the box, running back towards back. his own goal. Gave it away a bit. But, yeah, was but I thought his back. distribution was quite mm. good in general, very sharp, yeah. like his passing. Well, West Ham, he gave it away a bit from memory. He did. Yeah. He, I think. The, I mean, he came on as a sub QPR. West Ham first twenty minutes, he gave the ball away a little yeah. bit, then grew on, grew into the role a little bit, and mm. I thought he was better from from there on in. Uh, the big question about Coconut is: is he the answer? And ev- most no. people will say no. So if that's the case, yeah, where does he fit into mm. to the? 
you know, there's like there. squad player to me. Yes, rather, he does. Yeah. So if you're looking for a defensive midfielder, which Arsenal yeah. fans have been crying out for for years, God, yeah. you know, so if, if, if the three at the minute, I know, Art, I mean, Arteta is now a defensive midfielder, whether we like it or not, whether we, we don't yeah. think he's that position, that's where he plays. Flamini, likewise, Cochrane. So there's three. If none of them are the answer, none of them are the then Cochrane's going to drop further <laughs> yeah. down the pecking order. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I said, you know, we're watching him. You know, if he has like two good games, Wenger's going to go, well, that's he's the answer. That's the thing. That's what's going to happen. And he's not, is he, Josh? No. What about Theo coming back? I mean, obviously a big Theo fan. I'm still turning back. But in, in, that game, in, the, um, in the cup game, people were being really horrible to him because he kind of like seemed to be, obviously he's easing his way back in. Mm. He didn't exactly seem to be running around very much. As opposed to, for example, you know, the hero of all just heroes. Sanchez just Sanchez, keeps standing yeah. out head and shoulders. And the contrast between the two of them, like two pacey players, you know, literally like Theo just comes standing there quite a lot, waiting for something to happen. And Sanchez is running out like But a even maniac. if you think back, I don't think I don't blame the work rate of Walcott being anywhere near what we no. see from Sanchez. Oh, no, of course. Or maybe yeah. it's not work rate. Maybe that's unfair. Just the but way Is that what happens play. to players when they come back from injury? Well, I think so. I mean, yeah. Ari mentioned it before. It's It's... He's been out for a year, yeah. pretty much. I know he's had you know a couple of minutes here and there of social, but but you've been out for that long. I don't think you can expect that much. And he came on at Southampton, and, and he found it tough. The whole team found it tough. Yeah. He was still you know against Hull. He was making the runs. He was just you know a toe control away from bringing you know ball down inside the area, and then you know the shot that went horribly wide. But you could imagine that he has that chance you know tonight, and he probably score. I think it just yeah. takes a bit of time yeah. to get. I mean, he, he still looked like he had a lot of pace. Still looked like he had that good game awareness and that he knew what runs to make. I mean, he's such a he's such a different player, isn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I don't think anybody in the Premier League's got someone like no. Theo. It's going to be mm. interesting now that our players come back. For instance, like Ozil, what's going to happen with Ozil? I don't know. It's like fascinating, isn't intriguing, it? totally yeah. intriguing because we just don't know. No. I mean, sort of the forgotten man. Hasn't been a lot of talk about him in a way. No. And well, he was so I had poor. to like, I wasn't really sure if he was going to be out this weekend. I did have to sort of do a really quick Google there's almost earlier like, just to yeah. check and everyone is saying, oh yeah, he should be back. And there's I not think, the hype I that you ang- I think there's anxiety on my part. It, it, I'm anxious because he was such a high profile signing and he was so good for the first month and then completely has been you know, I think garbage, pointless. Gosh, I mean, yeah. massively disappointing. disappointing. And now I'm worried that when he comes back, it's going to be all you know. Everyone's going to be on his back again, like the male are obsessed with how crappy it is. You know, all this stuff. And if he comes back and it's good, then great. But you just worry, don't you? That it's just a, it's 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 it, you can't be fully enthusiastic about it. You just kind of worry what how, how it's going to be. That's the problem. Yeah, he's, he's the he's the one Arsenal player I think in recent history that has got worse. When he's been out of the team, because yes, exactly. usually every single player gets better. Oh, yeah. Gilberto's out. Oh, well, when Gilberto right. comes back, it'd be mm. great. When Eddie comes back, it'd be absolutely fantastic. When Cochrane comes back, it'd be great. When Chory Johnson comes back, oh, it'd be absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And and it's not happened with Özil uh, at all, which uh, I think is a bit sad in a way because he's a brilliant footballer. And he's not. Yeah. And he's a brilliant footballer. It's a, I mean, he's not been as bad as everyone likes to make. That's the And he was brilliant. Wasn't and he I was mean, being played out of position. Özil uh, Ramsey for that. When when, when Arsenal when Arsenal were top top of the table yeah. in November last year, you know seven. Yeah. It's clear, and and, Ram, and Ramsey was uh, and Özil's uh, combination play was brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Was just no, the Villa game, the Villa when, game he, when he season. slipped yeah. it, um, yeah. when he scored, and then he played in well. Well, yeah. he's class. Like no, even his biggest critics can't deny the guy's pure oh, class, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's would whether you, would he would you, fits you play him. Would you play him? If oh, definitely. Yeah. The thing is, Kazool, what about Kazool has been, I think, excellent yeah. in the centre. Yeah. So what do you do? Yeah. I don't think Kazool can play out wide anymore. No, no. You've got to play him in the middle. So I think, yeah. right, can train I just b- say, I, gonna, I meant to say this earlier, I think yeah. Wenger's main priority right now with all of these players, because I'm now, it's fascinating to see how he's going to deploy Kazula, Ozil, Theo, Oxley, chamberlain Welbeck, Sanchez, right? My, for me, if I was any, had any influence over him whatsoever, I'd be saying to him, just 
keep them all in the kind of the position they're supposed to play in. Like their favoured best position. So you don't then play Cazorla then? No, you don't. No. You, you alternate. So use, you know, injury management and fitness management and, and game management. You, util- you don't play them all every game, but do not go out of your way to try and incorporate all these players in a system that clearly doesn't work and out of position. Welbeck, if Welbeck should be playing up front on his own and then maybe have Sanchez trying or, or you know, whatever, don't put them all out of position because it just doesn't work. That's what was happening for me the first half of the season. This 4-1-4-1 with half the team out of position. It's infuriating. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think uh, Welbeck should be played centre-forward or, or not. Yeah. Um, I think it was such a shame where he kind of was starting to show promise centre-forward. And then he put him and out. And saying, yeah. look, this is what happened. Yeah. And like the next game he put exactly. him out wide. Yeah. Kind of just to when show everyone. Yeah, alternate Giroud if you want. You know, or sometimes yeah. maybe even try 4-4-2. Just, but don't stick to your obsessive system and then try and fit all of these players into it because you want to keep them all happy in some strange way. I think they'd be happier playing in the right position but not playing every single game. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd go along with that. I think that's been the problem. He's trying shoehorning players into the wrong positions. I think yeah. Cazorla's the standout one for me because Cazorla, yeah. when he plays out wide left, always comes inside. Then it becomes imbalanced. Exactly. Then there's exactly. pressure on other parts of the field um, and it, it becomes a problem, doesn't it? I mean, Cazorla's been brilliant and I'd hate to see him dropped. Is Ozil a better player? Maybe if they're both on top form. But as you say, you could rotate around on form. I think, I think it is difficult to try and name a best 11 for Arsenal because we've simply not seen enough of players mm. in the correct positions at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Uh, anyway, we're running out of time. We've got to do the uh, prediction thing because obviously it's now become a key component of the podcast. I'm going to back whatever you say. They're on fire. Yeah, we've got to jump so on you. So much. Yeah, um, so we've got Stoke Sunday, one thirty kickoff. Is that how you don't have... In- Context what? of different kickoff times. Where does one thirty? Well, on a I, I like one thirty. No, I like that. I like it. Yeah. Early kickoffs are always good. Yeah, um, it's also better than twelve forty-five. I think gives you. I don't know. Gives you time to have a nice breakfast. Yeah. Um, what is your pre-match breakfast? I think we're having. I think we're gathering on Sunday for. I hate to use the word brunch, but I'm going to. Yeah. And, and then. Um, Thanks for the invite, boys. Come along. Um, are we also welcome? Gordon, Gordon's, no, Gordon's off. Um, off to Amer- he's off to America. That's oh, why he had a party. Yeah, yeah he's West Ham as well. So you do um, pre-match breakfast and then you go in. Yeah, it's yeah, a good time. Then, I like one thirty. Yeah, one thirty yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's going to happen? Um, what's going to happen? Well, we haven't run away with uh, with games of late, so that will do that. Someone's well, doing two, doing two nil, two one. I feel that two yeah, things. Stoke though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's Stoke. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think we'll do Stoke like that. Two, Stoke two had one. more possession than Arsenal at Emirates last season by an absolute country mile. Oh, really? bloody hell! How odd is that? Oh, yeah, that? I remember how weird that was. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Two one, a narrow win. I think okay. two one. I I, mm. Dan, I'll go. I'll go an easy. One. I'll go three one. Yeah, I think Josh. two one. All right, two one. Sorry, Ari. Sorry, Josh, okay. Josh. We're predicting the same thing. So yeah, yeah, that's Josh and Ari. What do you think, boy? Because um, we're all backing you. I think you're massive, now. You're yeah. massive Hold pressure. On. Hold on, let me just think. Uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be 2-0 to us. 2-0 to us. We're going Maverick. I'm going fully uh-huh. Maverick. Yeah, I'm going okay. to, so we're going to keep a clean we'll sheet. We'll all be back. Clean Stoke. sheet. First clean sheet yeah. for, what is it, 10 or something else? Oh, God, that's no, terrible. No, 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 against Hull. Apart from Hull. On that Maverick prediction... Let me thank uh, Psychic Josh as ever. Dan, thank you very much. No worries. Ari, thank you very much. Thank you. You're, very, uh, you're quite kind of reserved. Not reserved, almost like, um, I don't know, there wasn't bile and hatred flying from you. You just give sometimes. up, you give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're a shell of a man. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it, no. Um, and we'll see you next time, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Cheers. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.